Hello, welcome back. It's me. I'm going to move that. Um, I realise it's probably not welcome back because I've probably released this, what, like a week after the other one. But um, for me, it's been a long, long time. To give you some clue of like the sporadity of how I'm actually filming, filming, I'm recording these, is this one today I am filming uh, on the date of Her Majesty's funeral service. Um, I've honoured Her Majesty today by binge-watching Succession. Um, I don't know if that's... It's what she would have wanted, right? I'm sure. She probably loved it. Um, oh, that sounded that sounded naughty. I didn't watch a lot of the funeral. I did watch a bit. Mostly walking. Obviously not Her Majesty. She's in the box. Uh, <laughs> am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I don't know. But um, that's what I've been up to today. I thought I'd finally... Because I'm at my parents' house, I'll finally get round to watching... To watching, to reading the second part of this long-ass series. Once again, I am by myself. Um, no one's at home, all my family's on holiday without me. Uh, I don't mean to sound pathetic, it was a choice. I don't hate them either. Oh God, you know, the thing is, this is all irrelevant. But what isn't irrelevant is what's Cameron up to nowadays? What's our boy Cameron up to nowadays? What's he gonna do next? So let's give ourselves a little recap of the last episode, shall we? Because I need it more than anything. There's a group of friends, I'm not gonna go through all of their names again, because I mean, fuck me. <laughs> I can't remember, truth be told. Now, what we need to remember, the people, the big players in this game, is Cameron. So we're following his point of view, and he's not particularly happy because his parents are split up. And his dad's got a new girlfriend called Sharon, who I think is based off Sharon's, Sharon Stone. Uh, no, Sharon from EastEnders. Similar vibes, I'm sure. Basically, he's biased because, obviously, he loves his mum. Now... His sister, Laurie, she likes she likes Sharon, okay? She likes Sharon because Sharon's one of the girls and I respect that for her. Now, other major players in this is Callum's friend... Is it Callum? Have I been saying it's fucking Cameron? Oh my God! <laughs> so Cameron doesn't like his stepmum, but his sister does. And he's got his mate, Sean. It was a little bit, a little bit silly, a little bit, not a lot going on upstairs, but that's okay. We love him anyway. And then we've got Laurie's best friend, Maisie. Now, the three of them have got a plan to follow, if you remember, I hope you do, because I don't, Sharon to a cafe or something at like 4pm because she agreed on the phone to meet someone there. Now, Cameron has trust issues. <laughs> They're going to follow her to see who she's cheating on his dad with. So let's just crack into it, shall we? Because I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, and I should because I wrote it, but for some reason I can't remember. So um, let's get cracking. Cameron, part two. It's Wednesday now. I'm sitting through another boring episode of maths. Episode of maths. I've been watching too much tea. Tea TV. <laughs> yeah, I just sit and watch the kettle boil. <laughs> Mrs. Peters at the front. Of... Wait, what? Oh, sorry. My um, writing is terrible. Mrs. Peters has to be the worst teacher ever, which is a big claim. We used to have a teacher who used to pretend to spank us in front of the class. Like, <laughs> the bar's low. I can't understand her mumbling. She makes the occasional joke that is just really not funny. She never smiles, looks 60, but is only 35. Bit of ageism in there. We love that. Smells worse than my dad after he comes back from the pub. Hates children. And worst of all, she looks like a raccoon. Harsh. Fucking hell. Sean used to fancy her. Well, you know what? I'm on Sean's side for once. I yeah, good for him. I can said Sean from the other side of the classroom. You know what? I'm gonna give Sean an accent. Um, don't worry, this isn't about to be offensive. I don't think, unless you're from Yorkshire. All right, I can 
says Sean from the other side of the classroom. I look at him and he throws a piece of paper at my face. (laughs) How nice. To begin with, I thought he was being annoying, but he keeps signalling for me to read the paper, so I do. It reads, look at me. (laughs) I can't help but thinking, what a waste of paper. I mean, in this environmental crisis, he's got a point. I look at him and he holds a camera in the air. I mean, how has the teacher not noticed this? What is going on here? You can't really call Sean subtle because it kind of looks like that moment from The Lion King where they hold up the baby lion. <laughs> nah, but anyway, at any moment he could burst into song. Oh, a bit like me then. <laughs> After a couple of minutes of us giving each other blank expressions, I realise what he means. His camera is to catch her in action. Oi, oi. Sitting next to Michaela, who at this point was really bored too and had started to whistle the Rocky theme tune. Oh no, I totally forgot. In film studies, our reviews are due in today, but I was so busy caught up with disaster drugs and dancing that I totally forgot. Why does he sound like a legend? Because in reality, we're all very aware he's an absolute loser. Is our review due in today? I say cautiously. She's not going to bite me. Like, yeah, you didn't forget, did you? No, I lie. She gave me one of her accusing looks. People like giving me weird looks. Just see what I mean when I say he's got trust issues. This boy... Okay, so yeah, I totally forgot, but life at home has just been so, so rubbish. You mean you spent the night smoking grass? (laughs) I mean, maybe, the thing is, maybe people would say something like that, but I wouldn't know, would I? I wouldn't know. Smoking grass? You would just say, oh, you spent the night smoking, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be like, you wouldn't specify the drug. You wouldn't be like, oh, you spent the, the night smoking your cigarettes, tobacco, well, I can't bail you out this time because I did a different movie. I don't. I didn't do film studies, so I was just like, I don't really know what their homework would be, but a film review seemed reasonable. I knew what this meant. Later in film studies, I got an after-school detention, which means I might not be able to catch out Sharon. I need a plan and fast. It's study period and Sean, Michaela, Jay, Bella and I are laying on the field, staring at the sky. They're just so edgy, aren't they? They're just so edgy. No one likes lying on a field, really. You get grass up your bum. Like, no one actually enjoys it. Me, Sean, Jay, Lizzie and Michaela are all in upper sixth. But Laurie, Bella, Nathan and Maisie are all in lower sixth. And they still have to wear a uniform, which is a bit strange. Yeah, it is a bit strange. Why? (laughs) I'd get it if they were, like, in year 11. That makes sense. But why do year 12s? You know what? I'm not going to get into the law of my own book. I made it up, so it is what it is. Sean put some shoes in your... Sure, sure, wait, I've got to get this right. Sean, put some shoes on, you're stinking up my tranquility. <laughs> um, I can't find my shoes, <laughs> Sean said. They've gone. Where have they gone, mate? Where? Boot th- These boots don't walk by themselves or whatever that song is. I don't understand. Looking for these? Oh, now I get it. Looking for these, Jay says cheekily. Jay and Michaela are holding up his mangled shoes and they start throwing them to us. Once we finally let him have his shoes... Oh, they're bullying him. What are you doing, says Michaela, trying to cover the lens with her hand. Oh, I forgot to mention, they're filming them. I'm filming you so the police know what you look like. Get them, Sean. Slay. (laughs) Cameron smokes grass. Sean is a grass. And I respect them both. What do you have a camera for anyways? Michaela asks. It's a surprise for film studies. That is why we can't come to the cake retreat layer because we are making a film, I say, before Sean can say anything stupid. Is Maisie in your film? Bella inquires. Yeah, why'd you ask? 
Oh, you have to see what she is wearing. Oh, I dread to think. Oh, I dread to think. What is she wearing? A little person inside screamed, No! I dread to think. Oh! <laughs> yeah, me too, bitch. I dread to think. Okay, let's make bets now. What is she wearing? Right, she's either wearing nothing, but then she'd probably have been arrested. However, the police clearly rely on <laughs> video footage um, to arrest people anyway, so I don't think that really matters. I reckon it's some kind of costume. It's got to be a costume of some kind, isn't it? Because he did say dress up in disguise. Okay, okay. You can't do it anyway, can you? Because you've got that detention. Oh, yes, of course. Guys, I need a plan. I need to get out of the detention. Who is in charge of detentions tonight? Mrs. Peters, says Sean. Everybody looks at me with no ideas. I need to find Maisie. Oh, yeah, because she's the big brain idea. Oh, we're already on part three. That was swift. It took us a whole episode to get to part two last time. Well, you know, they're really picking up the pace. Oh, my God. Part three is literally half a page. <laughs> um, Pacing, who is she? It's lunch and I've managed to find Maisie outside the English block. But she's a school... Sp I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say a school... Sp oh my god, a school school a school sp oh my god, a school sports kit. Oh, say that five times fast. A school oh my god, a school sports kit. Okay, let me try that again. But she is in a school sports kit. Why are you wearing that? I ask. Because what I was wearing was too inappropriate for school and not school uniform, and there wasn't any spare uniform left for me to wear. Anyway, I say changing the subject. I need your help. I need to get rid of Mrs. Peters. <laughs> Wait, are they going to murder her? No, that's not where this is going. Why am I shocked? I, I, I should know where this is going. Remember, this is our little secret. No one else can know about this or it will be ruined, yeah? Well, at this point, a frustrated lorry storms, or more appropriately, struts. Her skirt is way too tight. It makes me feel sick. Okay, Um. look, I'm not one for slut shaming, but also it is your sister, so I will let I would let that one slide around the corner and says, why is that it? Why would you do this to Sharon? Wait, there's more. After all she has done for us, how can you accuse her of conning our dad? Maisie, I screech a little bit too high pitched. Oh, okay. Let me try that again. Maisie, <laughs> don't bring her into this. Sorry, I couldn't help it. She kept asking why I was wearing what I was wearing. And you know how bad I am at lying. Maisie apologizes. Fine. Laurie, you can tell whoever you want, just don't tell Dad. Of course I won't. I want to help. Huh? Maisie and I say in unison. Well, if she's pulling one over on my dad, I want her to pay. But the most likely option is that you have got it wrong, and I want to see your disappointed face. Great. The plan is on. Um, Laurie is so real for that. <laughs> she's truly like, I want to help just because I want to see you fail. And that is siblings' energy, if ever I heard it. Okay, so we're already on part four. We're fucking steaming through this like a good roast dinner. We are going through it. Part four. It's the final lesson of the day. Maths. Again. Hang on. I just want to... Okay, I just want to address something I've just realised. Sean is a few sticks short of a lolly and he's somehow one at sixth form and two doing maths, which is notoriously one of the harder subjects because it requires quite a lot of logic. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 difficult in the sense that you need logic as opposed to sort of personal interpretation and that kind of intelligence. You need to be like logically of of logic sound mind. Sean, my man, <laughs> why are you in maths class? Get out. I mean, maybe maybe he's really good at maths. Maybe that's his like you know he's like doesn't have any common sense but maths he's an absolute with that actually no well that actually might you know what, i take it all back 
I'd take it all back. Top of the mass class. That's my head cannon. You know, actually, no, I wrote this. That's cannon. He is top of the mass class. Everyone, Sean's fucking intelligent. Okay, so Mrs. Peters has yet to arrive, which is a good thing, but also kind of worrying. Finally, Mr. Geraldson enters. I like Mr. Geraldson. Oh, I feel like he's a misogynist. Anyway, he has no concept of student-pupil confidentiality, though. Well, that sounds... Um, I think that's a crime. <laughs> I'm afraid due to a problem, Mrs. Peters cannot be here to teach you, so I'll be taking your class. There is a little cheer, especially from the girls, because they fancy him. And Sean, too. I think he has a thing for maths teachers. Okay. One, my man really says, I've got a type. And two, bisexual icon. I fucking love this guy. Bisexual, potentially pansexual, who knows? Top of the maths class. Sean is my favourite. What type of problem is it, sir? Michaela questions. Well, Michaela, it is the unfortunate toilet troubles. <laughs> the unfortunate toilet troubles. Did you know that's actually the medical term for diarrhea? <laughs> no one speaks like that. Also, you would absolutely not tell your students that your teacher has diarrhea. Oh, does he have diarrhea? Okay, let me continue. Constipation, Sean says seriously. No. One of you little blighters put laxatives in a drink, he jokes. But seriously, it was laxatives. <laughs> One, how do they know that? <laughs> how do they know that? Uh, she could just, like, have diarrhoea. But you know what? For the sake of plot, he knows that. The whole class was in hysterics. Even Mr. Geraldson. I wasn't. I wonder how much trouble Maisie will be in if they find out. Okay, one little plot hole I do have to say. Just because the teacher's got diarrhoea doesn't mean that detention's going to be cancelled. I'm no expert, but I'm fairly sure they just ask someone to cover. After everyone settles down into some surds, <laughs> and the reason I said surds is because it was the only part of maths I just did not understand. And I don't think, I don't know if they did surds at A level, but there it is. And I know the plan is on. He keeps saying that. Like, chill, I know the plan's on, you don't need to tell me. The bell has just rung and everyone is on their way home. Well, not me. Not Sean, not Maisie, and annoyingly, not Laurie. We meet up in the park to have a team talk. This sounds like the fucking A-team. I see what Maisie is wearing. Oh! <laughs> she sort of looks like an A-team reject. Wait, am I not going to describe what she's wearing? That is a shame. That is a shame, but I'm assuming heavy cargo. So what's going on, starts Laurie. Well, the plan is Sean and Maisie will be in the coffee cafe, pretending to be in a date way before she arrives. Do I have to, says Sean. Rude, adds Maisie. If I knew we were going on a date, I would have dressed for the occasion. I just meant that I'm awful at acting, Sean confesses. Oh, he's a sweet boy, isn't he? I tell the mini gang the rest of the plan, and we all just put our hands in the middle like some cheesy high school movie. Plans away, shouts Maisie, and the four of us run and roll our way to the coffee cafe. Roll? Who the fuck's rolling down? No, who's doing roly-polies down the street? That's criminal. Oh, okay, okay, they do, they do elaborate, and by they, I mean me. I do elaborate. I say roll, but basically Maisie fell over and managed to make it look like she was doing a roll. It's all about the recovery. Okay, good for her. And uh, what, uh, what? No, sorry, when was she ever smooth? When we arrive at the coffee cafe, the four of us poke our heads round the corner of the huge wooden double doors to see if she is there. I'm not surprised. She just had to get there early because it is always full. She is there already, panicked Sean. Retreat, retreat! He caused quite a lot of attention and it probably didn't help that Maisie was having a breakdown. <laughs> Wait, why is Maisie having a breakdown? She is really in there with that guy. Our dad is way better than him. 
I know I don't know him <laughs> and you aren't supposed to judge, but right now I am just a little peeved. One underreaction. Finding out that your stepmom might be cheating on your dad and you've got like, oh, hot damn, I'm a little bit pissed off. Not completely mad though, just a little bit annoyed. Calm down. We have to carry on with the plan, I say. I say. <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. We do. I do again. What? Oh, wh- sorry, sorry. I'm dyslexic. What do I do again? Says Mary. Mary and Maisie. Guys, I might be too dyslexic for this. I'm going to be honest with you. What do I do again, says Maisie. Just go in there and act natural. This was a mistake. When you tell Sean and Maisie to act act natural, they act nothing but. Anything but. (laughs) Emily, fucking hell. Sean pulls out his camera, but not very subtly. It doesn't matter because I have her now. She is talking to this guy sitting opposite her. They are laughing. I bet they are laughing about my family. I'm getting really stressed. I need a spliff. (laughs) This guy's got issues. And I'm not even talking drugs issues. I am talking anxiety or something. I bet they're laughing about my family. How do you know? Like you are jumping to conclusions quicker than I jump away from a fucking wasp. I can't really hear what Sean and Maisie are saying, but I hear it when Maisie says, Man down, huh? replies Sean. Well, to make sure that Mrs Peter's tea wasn't too hot, I tried it after I put the laxatives in. Huh? repeats Sean I mean yeah Sean is the most relatable character I'm also confused at this instance Maisie runs to the nearest toilet knocking people out of the way Sean runs after her Sharon and her mystery guests are beginning to leave I begin to panic what do I do I shout I begin to go and confront them but Laurie holds me back we follow them all right they just turn to stalking I mean why not when things go wrong turn to crime after waiting for Maisie to recover from the toilet troubles we split up and search for them all over. It takes all night with no success. We meet back at the house and all have the same disappointed, sweaty looks on our faces, except Laurie, who just looks worried. That's it. She is one, I say, bringing people down even further. <laughs> no, not at all, Laurie says cleverly. What does that mean? We still have the footage, don't we? We can go and show Dad, and he will realise what a cow she really is. I still can't believe she's cheating. I used to like her. Didn't we all, says Sean. No, I say. This man really committed to hatred and part of me respects that. Without saying a word, we enter the house and there she is. With him and my dad, but he looks fine. Dad, why are you okay with their conning you? Okay, first things first, everybody. A little life lesson we can learn from this. It's not don't do drugs. It's not don't get your stupid friends to do the plan. It's don't jump to conclusions because you're gonna look like a fool. Anyway, let's suffer through this together. Let's continue conning him says the mysterious man why would she con the man she loves (laughs) bit on the nose well we heard her on the phone saying that she almost had the money and also that she loves him i say pointing to the man we've got proof of them together (laughs) i showed dad the camera i mean first things first (laughs) i think they all have proof of them together they're literally in the same room (laughs) they are quite literally all together in the (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, anyway. I can explain, interrupts Sharon. The money thing? I am a businesswoman, keeping it vague. I was talking about one of the trades that my company trades with, and he is my brother. Okay, the whole trade thing doesn't add up, but the brother thing, I can believe, that is it. She is my new mum and there is nothing I can do about it. But at the same time, I feel bad for not even giving her a chance. I can't go back and change things. My schoolwork is awful. I'm awful with females. (laughs) Yeah, if you call them fucking females, bitch. (laughs) And the only thing good in my life is drugs. 
that's depressing. I want my mum. Oh. oh, God. Emily, get a grip. Stop upsetting yourself. You wrote this. Sharon walks towards us. And at the same time, Maisie vomits everywhere. Maisie's ill a lot. Maisie, my babe. I Get that checked out, bruv. You're shitting and vomiting and it's been like, what, three hours? I, I can't. I'm sitting in my room. No music. No nothing. Just sitting there thinking about life and my regrets. Alone with my thoughts. I can't help wishing that I was a bit more open-minded like Laurie. I bet Laurie won't get in trouble for this. The perfect child. Well, if she ends up anything like Sharon, she'll be far from perfect. Here I go again. Sharon this and Sharon that. I have this ongoing battle in my head. Sharon's not too bad, maybe a bit bossy, but she treats you with respect and she buys you nice things. But she's trying to replace your mum and nothing is worse than that. I feel like this is where it gets quite dark. Without even thinking about it, the pot is out from under my mattress. Under the mattress? Not even under the bed. Under the mattress. Bloody hell, it's like Princess and the Pea, but shit. <laughs> Don't judge me, I need this. I can't cope with all the pressure and, well, just life really. I'm not holding anything back. Smoke after puff after smoke. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is such a genuinely serious topic, a genuinely serious I issue. The problem is I'm handling it fucking awfully and I'm also a terrible writer. I can't stop. And why should I? It's not like anybody cares. I am new levels of out of it. The walls are moving and I can hear voices, but not Laurie's or Dad's or Sharon's. It's almost like, yes, Dibley is talking to me. I think. Wait, Dibley the cat? That's not how weed works, is it? I'm fairly sure that's not how weed works. And my arms are moving independently to my body. <laughs> I think I got that from the in-betweeners. Do you remember when Will, I can't remember what drugs he had, I think it was pills, and then he starts like, he gets on stage and he's like, can someone call an ambulance? I think that's probably where I got that from. I don't know what's going on, but I don't care because at least my mind is occupied. Oh, bruv. This is way too relatable, and probably because I wrote it. And everything in my room turns a shade of blue, and then a darker shade of blue, and darker, until it's grey? Grey? Until it's gr blue to grey, I don't think that's natural. Until it's grey, and greyer. And I can't feel my legs, or my arms, or any part of me. And then there is just darkness. And that's the end of Cameron's story. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I was joking. I'm sure he's fine. Oh my god, I can't leave it like that, can I? God, that was bleak. Okay, so a few things to say here. Was that well was that well done? No, absolutely fucking not. Not in a million years. Was it handled sensitively with the, the nurturing and the research and you know the, the actual thought and intelligence it deserves? Absolutely not. However, unironically it is quite funny. And I will give it that. Not the end bit. The end bit was truly actually quite traumatic. Yes, he did just overdose on weed. <laughs> and no, I don't know. I don't know if that was possible. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to smoke a lot, right, to overdose. So I hope you've learned something today. If there's one lesson you're going to take away from this, it's that sometimes Sharon isn't evil. <laughs>